it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Alford Alp. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Cotillo Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Cotillo. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Cotillo. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zant as the uh, 2023-24 Miami Dolphins season, as you know, has come to an end. Um, really no surprise, uh, as you saw the demise of this team week to week, and so... We kind of expected it, and, and everything lined up um, as the perfect storm uh, to take them down, which we will talk about. Um, but needless to say, uh, their trip to Kansas City did not fare well. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Miami Dolphins 26-7. to If I'm not mistaken, I believe that might be the first time the Dolphins have lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs. I can think of three. And they're all huge games in Dolphin history. Of course, there's the Christmas Day longest game, which basically started the Miami Dolphins uh, dynasty. And uh, it really was the birth of the franchise, kind of. And then uh, I remember the 1990 wild card game, uh, one of Marino's best, where he hits Clayton late for that touchdown. And then, of course, the uh, 94 Chiefs game, which was uh, Montana's last game, and Marino beat Montana uh, in that game, uh, which led to that San Diego playoff game out there. Um, so this, I think, is the first time they lost to the Chiefs, and it was the coldest uh, game um, in Dolphin history uh, as well. So um, just a lot of keynotes in this game. But 26-7, to and let me give you the stat line as always. 2-20 or 20 for 39. 199 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Your leading rusher was Mostert. He was 8 for 33. And behind him was Tua, who was 3 of 25. So that should tell you a lot right there. Um, Receiving-wise, your leading rusher was Tyreek Hill, 5 for 62 with a touchdown, basically all on one play. And then Cedric Wilson, uh, 3 for 37, was your second leading receiver, and that also should tell you a lot. Uh, Chiefs-wise, Mahomes, 
Shows why he's Patrick Mahomes. Shows why he's the best quarterback in football. Uh, 23 for 41, 262, one touchdown, no interceptions. Their leading rusher was Isaiah Pacheco, 24 for 89 with a touchdown. Uh, Rasheed Rice, their leading receiver, big game, 8 for 130 and a touchdown. And Travis Kelsey, 7 for 71. And that's basically it in a nutshell. The offense had no sacks and uh, really no answers and um, just kind of kept uh, drifting into the abyss. And so um, with that, we have the uh, booby prize now of coming on the air and, and watching the Buffalo Bills host their playoff game, which was postponed uh, because of weather. And so now they are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers and, uh, last I checked, we're leading them 24 to 10. Uh, so there's that, and uh, and uh, Rich, as I'm sure you get to see, um, the new moniker uh, of uh, Tony Romo is now called Nostradamus on all the channels, and uh, Tony uh, Tony uh, Dradamus, I guess, is uh, the, the way they call him now. Uh, so it's just one thing on top of another. And, uh, you know, we talked last week when this thing goes downhill. Um, but, you know, I still stand by what I said. I think this is this is one of the biggest collapses only because I think you had such an upside to then finish in, in, in a situation which we've unfortunately become all too familiar with. Yeah, it's one of the worst. I mean, I, I don't remember – a worse one is, I mean, we tanked the years before, but this one was just pathetic. I mean, you have a three-game lead with five games to go, and you blow that, and then you, you lose out three games in a row to end the season. I mean, it's pathetic. I mean, you know, yeah, granted we had injuries, but the, that side of the ball wasn't the issue yesterday. You know, it really wasn't. No, I – you know? And really hasn't been, and really hasn't been. We talked about that last week, and yeah. it really hasn't been the issue for a few weeks now, um, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, and that that alone is frustrating. Um, I'm sure you've seen this uh, huge uh, highlight collage that's been put together now with uh, with um, uh, Tyree Kill and Waddle and all their drops in big games uh, and. Um, you know, so we get to to see that. Is there something to that? Yeah, I mean there is. There's certainly something to the fact that this team can't beat a good team all year, even when they were playing great. And uh, and then you you know you add that um, you know obviously your big guys are not showing up at big times, uh, including Tua, who's just played really lousy in big spots. Uh, you know, towards the end of the year. Um, yeah. And you know, and I know you're you obviously you're in the the heavy McDaniel camp of criticism, and there's certainly a lot to go there as well. Um, you know, so this is like a whole entire uh, thing that's going on, oh. and, and I'm sure you didn't miss you know, before Pat, you go there, every, Richard. Every I'm sure time... you did, didn't. Let me just make one more point. Um, I, I'm just going to say, and, and as we get into this, I'm sure you've, you've heard the Dolphins release a, a press statement shortly before we go on air, and what is it? It's that uh, Greer um, – Plans to uh, keep the Dolphins can't plan to keep Tua for a long time and 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 look to uh, you know sign him to a, a long term deal. Now um, we'll get into that. Why you need to say that at this juncture, I don't know, and I also have my feelings on that. Um, you know, but uh, so there's that. But um, yeah, 
look, I don't think Greer should be back, tell you the truth. But, you know, my problem with McDaniel is every time he faces a, a formidable coach, he gets outcoached, and he doesn't make any adjustments. He never changes his routine. You know, he'll keep going to the well of stuff that doesn't work over and over and over again. And, you know, like the Q act is getting really lame. You know, that's my point. Yeah, I think it's a valid point. That's just a valid point. I mean, there's certainly, you know, validity to to what you just said. Um, he has been outcoached in big spots. And, and our key players have been outplayed in big spots, too. Um, so, yep. you know, and I don't think that he I, – I think that he is – uh, you know, an unbelievable offensive designer. He's extremely intelligent when it comes to that. But then translating that to game day and and, and adjusting in game day situations is is, is entirely a different thing. And uh, and he has been lacking there. There's no doubt about it. Well, and you know, you know perhaps a play caller would one help. Of his big problems. Yeah, his play calling on short yardage is ridiculous. The man goes backwards more than he goes forwards on short yardage. I mean, between the pitchbacks, the shotguns, the bubble screens, the wide receiver screens, the running back screens, on all the short yard stuff is absolutely ridiculous. There's no excuse for it. And it's over and over and over again. You know, how many times we got to look at, like, a, a three-yard pass to Hill, triple covered over to center. Like, the center almost gets in his way. Didn't we have one well, where it bounced off somebody's helmet this week? Yes, you know? yes, but I think that's a twofold problem because I think I think that specific area, I think you start getting into the tour problem, and I think the tour problem is is that's his fault, and I think he's just focusing way too much on Tyreek Hill and getting to a well, second uh, read. I'm just saying, Hill though, Pat. But why can't they go three yards downfield, four yards downfield? Why are they always jammed up in the same spot? And there's too many receivers in the same spot all the time. Which brings another defender to this thing, to this spot. You know, it's just like it just looks like it's like unorganized chaos. Yeah. Well. Okay. So to sort of break that down, I think perhaps maybe um, the schemes are a little too advanced, and maybe some of these receivers, especially the fact that you've been rotating the the three, four, five, six receiver in and out throughout the year. Maybe that has caused some of that problem, and they're not picking up and they're crowding each other. That's a possibility. I think he's getting way too slick uh, and, and way too cute on short yardage plays, especially like yeah, you take the Chiefs game that we just watched. I mean, they were running the ball yeah. with authority, and then on the same drive that you're doing that, why you chose to, on a third and one, pass the ball to Mostert on a screen was just ridiculous to me. I mean, you no, were was, running the actually, ball with a third. It was actually a third and two, and they were going to go for it on fourth anyway. So why wouldn't you run him twice? I don't it know. I don't know sense. why you do that. And, you know, even if you're not going to go for it, I just don't really like that play. I think you get too cute, no. and that's where you get too many problems. Um, yep. You know, so – I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that if you look at everything on a whole when it comes to that kind of stuff, um, you know, there's got to be some changes in the way that they obviously implement uh, and execute uh, in, in 
key situations. I, I want to say key situations in the game um, because uh, that's what would apply to short yardage goal line and big third down plays and stuff like that. But I think that just scratches the surface, Rich, because I think there is another problem, you know, uh, with the way uh, things have been taking place behind center with Tua and, and the way that he's uh, either reading uh, the defense or, or the way that they have played him. Um, I said earlier, if you really look, it started in that New England game. Remember, I said that two weeks ago. It started there, and Belichick did pick up on something. He just didn't really have enough talent to to, to do it. basically bring yeah. it home. But he was darn close. I mean, Mac Jones had the ball in his hand with a chance to, to yeah. tie or win the game at the end of the game. So, um, But that's where it started. And then, you know, you, you went to Buffalo, and that's where it was basically – really exposed but you know the the guy can play he can win it just seems like they have found something that's now adjusted you know his game and he's really had a hard time focusing on a second receiver a third receiver um uh pocket presence has been horrid horrid and you know the 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 inaccuracy has been really strong in the last few weeks, you know. Uh, yeah, and I, I wonder if that's – I wonder if, he, you know, he really did hurt his shoulder bad in that in the uh, the Ravens game because it seems like that's where it started. Well, I think he did, but I don't know how much, you know, you can still put on that because he was inaccurate in games before that as well. Um but, yeah, he definitely did shake that shoulder up. I think there was issues there. My biggest problem with him has been, the, the I guess, the, the reading and the decision-making, even more so than they, you know, they come down hard on his arm. Yeah. He doesn't have a strong arm, and they harp on that. And I think there has been some issues there, no doubt about it. But um, it's the decision-making, to me, that is, is, you know, my biggest red flag. Um, you know, moving forward there, uh, and good teams, you don't get away with that kind of stuff. You know, you you really don't. Um, and and then especially when you're as banged up uh, as the Dolphins are, you don't have a lot of room for for error. And uh, you know, because you, once those mistakes are made, you know, those good teams capitalize on them, and they capitalize in a big way, and they do it quick. Yep. And uh, Armstead said today he may retire. Yeah, you know, uh, people think I'm crazy. I, I said I think you have a problem there. And, and, you know, my biggest issue is not that the guy is not a really good football player. It's just that he's, you just can't keep him on the field consistently. And that's a very tough I position. You. I even got you, if, but you know what? <laughs> you know, it's, you know it ain't easy to find somebody like that. You know? No, it's not. It's not. I but, I mean, I'm not. Time, but. But if he, but if he's saying that now, you know, obviously his body is really hurting. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's why yeah. you say that. You don't say that, yeah, you know, says, for any other he reason. He doesn't want. Yeah. He, he says he doesn't, you know, want to play at half-assed. You know, if he can't do it full force, he doesn't want to do it anymore. You know, he's only thirty-two. But he's you know, young I guess guy. He's breaking down well, too much. Yeah, prime guy. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know if young is the word you would say, but uh, you know, certainly not an old guy. And uh, you know, it's oh. just the concern is just basically, um, you know, the injury-wise with him, he's just not 
on the field. I mean, so, and the reason why I say Mufasa, listen, if he wants to be there, I would love to still have him there. But my point is, in a lot of the way that you say, the Dolphins did not plan ahead for a, a backup center and another plan in case their center went down. I think you kind of have to look that way, too. Wynn has been really good filling in there. He's been really good. But, you know, is that where you're going to go with that? Uh, you know, because well, you I think to, you really you have to look for another. You have to look for another stud left tackle. There's no question. I mean, that's it's too important. You know, Dolphins' offensive line has been uh, makeshift. You know, all year they've had oh yeah a lot of injuries there. They've had to adapt. It's been makeshift, um, makeshift for the last dozen years. Who are you kidding? You know. Yeah, but. Yes, but especially in this this year when a team has gotten to a different level, you know it's a little bit different, yeah. right? I mean, when you're when you're a nine yeah. and eight, eight and eight, nine and eight team, um, you know it, 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 it's a little different. And so, yeah. you know, but that, that, that's all I'm saying there. You know, like now, you know, when you start looking at a team that had a lot of potential to do some special stuff, which they did. I mean, they had potential to do a lot of big things. And so um, I think that you have to really look at where you're at because, again, you get to a certain point, Rich. I mean, it's a fine line between taking a few more steps, which would be monumental, and taking a few more steps back, which almost leads you, you know, to the path that we've been on. And that's what the concern yeah. is oh, yeah. there, right? I mean, I think you really oh, have to. Concern. Yeah. Yeah. Take, take, this, this thing could go south a lot easier than it could go north. There's no question about it. Well, I, it, it's, yeah. I mean, it's pretty close both ways, uh, but it's a very important fork in the road and juncture um, because, you know, you're, you're basically there. And so, uh, you yeah, know. My GPS, my GPS has been on this fork. And it's always gone the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, I know. know, No doubt about it. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll we'll, we'll discuss that because that's really what this entire uh, future of the Miami Dolphins is going to pertain to. We'll be right back after this. Hi, this is former Miami Dolphin Jim Crash Jensen, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
right, welcome back, Miami Dolphins Legends Show. You got Pat and Rich coming at you. Just a reminder, you can catch all our episodes right on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store, subscribe. You'll have them delivered right to your phone. You can send us any questions or comments as well. Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. So, um, getting back to where where we were as far as the future of this team, you know, there's a lot of good. But there's also a lot of question marks. I'm not going to say bad. I think it's more question marks. And it starts with your quarterback, right? It starts there. Do you have the guy that you can win with long term? Now, the Dolphins come out today and they say, you know, Greer says, you know, he's our future. We want to sign him to a long-term deal. I don't understand the timing of that, first of all, other than the heat has been excruciating on, on Tua and, 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 and some of these guys. So, obviously, there's that, right? There's the, the kind of backing yep. up your player. I get that. I also think that you have a fifth-year option that's almost like a gift. So, um, you know, I mean, you basically have that, right? Because there's a lot of questions here. And when you look at what's going on, you know, it, 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 with, you know, other young quarterbacks in the league, um, you know, it, you really have to ask yourself. I mean, you've got to ask those questions because, uh, you know, you can see what a young quarterback, I mean, C.J. Stroud, outstanding, right? Becomes the first rookie quarterback to have a perfect, uh, to, to be the number one defense, right, in his, his first playoff game. Yeah. And then you have Jordan Love, who I told you I, I really liked early on. You went nuts on me. And, you know, listen, has the first perfect game, you know, in his first playoff game. So, you know, these are young guys. And then you see the the other guys that are in the league that are, you know, are dominating that, you, when you talk about elite quarterbacks, you know, the Mahomeses, um, the Josh Allens, uh, the Lamar Jacksons, um, you, you know, uh, I don't know where well, Brock Jackson's Purdy is. I guess we'll see. No, no, but they're still elite quarterbacks. So, you know, you, that's yeah. who you're comparing to, right? Like they're franchise quarterbacks. Sure. So either here yep. or there, that, that's what you're comparing him to, right? That's what you have to say. Uh, you know, yeah, is, but that was like who was her playoff game yesterday, you know? Yeah. You can't say yeah. it's a failure. It's his first playoff game yesterday. Well, it's not just a you playoff know? thing. I'm not just you – know, yeah, you, you put playoff in there. Yeah. I'm not – you put playoff in there. I, I, I'm not basing it all on playing in a minus 10-degree game in Kansas City. Yeah, You, you okay. put that up Good, there. That, that's not really – what's that? Yeah. I you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that you're not told him on that. You know, the, he did no, lead the league not. in passing this year. You know, in so, some areas. In some know. areas. In some areas. In, in yards. In yards, yeah, in yards, passing yards. I mean, he, you know, he in, in a lot of other areas he didn't. You know, so I'm just saying he led the league in passing yards. That's what in I'm saying. In passing yards, which you know how I feel about that yeah. to a degree. You know, okay. I mean, but you know, that's not nothing. No, it's not nothing. It means that you you were throwing, you know, a lot of long bombs that were inconsequential to Tyree Kill. You know, I mean, a lot of that is where that was. I mean, that slowed down a lot. You know, he was, he, yeah, you know, he is playing in the pro ball. He's, he's playing yeah. in the pro ball. It's half because, he's, you know. Me and you could be playing too as backups. Well, yeah, 
Yeah, my point is, like, yeah, okay, so popularity for his induction, maybe, but I also think that he kind of earned himself a spot there, so so there's that, Yeah. you know? Um, you know, it just kind of went south the, the second half of the year and did it kind of quick, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that two is not the guy and that you can't work and win with him because I judge him – I judge him as a second-year quarterback. That's kind of the way I judge him. And the reason why I do that is because I really feel he got an unfair shake in the Flores era, and I, don't, I think he regressed. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I Kind of giving him a clean slate from when McDaniel got there. He revitalized his career. And he, you know, he, and now it's whether or not you could take that next step. So your your point is what? Because I, I, you know, obviously, I know you're giving me the other side of the coin. You would, you would lock him up to a long term deal now. Well, you know, how long? What are you going to do? I, I wouldn't well, give ten years, but you know, no, I, I would say ten years, maybe, but maybe four or five. But you know, this is the thing. You don't really have a choice. Listen, no, what are well, you going to do? There's no choice. Pick up the option on him. Yeah, I'm saying, but yeah, I know the one year thing, and then if yeah, he does got, have a good year, then you're really screwed. You but know? you're really screwed either way, gotta, aren't you? You really, what you, you, yeah. you really think that? Listen, you said it yourself. Your big thing that you always harped on was Doc Prescott, and then when they all started signing these deals, that looked like a bargain. You did you you see these deals that yeah, these guys much. have? I you know, don't sign know, a quarterback for less than yeah. a, a, well, a, a half of I a franchise. That's what kind of took the pressure off of Tua is the Dak Prescott performance yesterday. You know, that was that was a hell of a lot worse than Tua. But how does that take it off? How, how though? I don't understand. Well, how does that take that it off? He wasn't the worst because you know they're like you know they're they're you know colleagues in this. You know what I mean? They're they're not, they don't though. know if they're, they're good. Or, you know what I mean? Dak Prescott? No, they're not though, because Dak Prescott is locked and loaded. He's under. They signed him. He's going to be their quarterback moving forward. It's not. You know what I mean? That's going to be there. He's locked to a huge deal. So two is in a different boat. You know, I mean, it's not really going to help him on whether or not you're going to sign him or not because of that. I no, don't. No, think I, don't, it will. I don't mean that. I mean, I just think that you know he didn't look as bad as we thought after yesterday. That's my point. You know, I don't know. I took it the other way. I mean, to be visibly worse. Yeah. Yeah, but what about all the guys who are so much better that are younger than him? C.J. Stroud, Jordan yeah. Love. I mean, that would be like more towards the other side of it. Did they have what better years? Guys than him? did against better teams. Yeah, yeah oh, they for sure. Teams, I mean, they have better years than him. Well, I mean, C.J. Stroud had an unbelievable year. I mean, he's going to win Rookie of the Year, and like. He, he yeah, he'd have a better year than Tua, though. He'd have a better year than Tua, though. I don't know, Rich. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you got so many offensive weapons on the Dolphins, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, did he have a better year? year? I don't know. He's a rookie. Yeah, I think he had a phenomenal year. I don't know where he goes from here, but I'm saying, like, I don't know. You look at those guys, you know, don't, don't lose focus on the question, Rich. The question is whether or not you're going to resign him to a long-term deal. Yeah, I think. I, I, I think. You know? Yeah, like I said, you don't have. A, you don't really have a choice. Well, you do have a choice, though. You really don't. Well, you we can pick up the cousins? option. No, yeah, one-year option. option. He's going to be you got a one-year option. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. the choice. You either take, which I think is a gift that you have that, so you could pick that yeah. up. But they're not going to do that. I'm telling you right now, they're not going to do that. They're going to sign him, and they're going to sign him to. 
a four-year deal with a fifth-year option or a five-year deal with a six-year option. That's what they're going to do, yeah, and it's going to be an enormous contract. Just don't, do, just don't do 10 years, that's all. You know? Nobody does 10 years, but, I mean, you, you're, you're still going to – you know, that's going to be a huge do. contract. They that's going to be do. your quarterback. They do 10 years. Yeah, yeah I who? know. Burroughs? Who? Who does 10 years? Burroughs got it. Josh Allen got he's it. The, he's the highest – eight, I think. He, He's the highest paid quarterback in football. Yeah, actually, he's the highest paid yeah. player in football. Yeah, what, what did but they give? Uh, what did they give Deshaun Watson? They gave him two hundred forty million over over ten years. I I got you, but I mean, that's what you're going to like compare to that ridiculous contract. I mean, well, that's just a saying, that's, that's the bar, dude. A lot of people. I don't think that's. The, I don't contract. think that's the bar for. No, that's not the bar. That's not the bar for Tua. That's not the bar for Tua, I Rich. Did I say That's Tua? the bar Did for the elite. I say a well, lot of people give a 10-year contract Well, who are we talking about? You said that's the well, bar. Tua's not a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson? Rich, it has nothing to do with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson got paid as an elite, elite, elite quarterback. He got paid like the top, top quarterback in the league. I know. I know. So, yeah, so what, did, you know, what did they so give yeah. Daniel Jones? How many, how many years yeah. did Daniel Jones get? Yes. I don't know how many years, but that his contract, that's the one you've got to compare to. That's the guy. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. Because that's the yeah, bar. Yeah, and it is ridiculous. That's the bar. Yeah. And believe me, when his, when his agent goes in, believe me, that's the contract you're pulling out. You're not pulling up the yeah. Sean Watson. You're pulling up the Daniel Jones one. Because Tua has been better than Daniel Jones. But he didn't win a playoff game. Daniel Jones did. And that's where the Dolphins will come yeah. back with that. But, listen, my point is, Rich, you're not going to get this big family discount. You're not going to get it. No, so I know that. The Dolphins are going to lock him up, and that's going to be your quarterback. That's going to be your quarterback. Yep. So, you know, if you're talking future, you better think about that when you start thinking about coaches and replacing coaches. And who else you're going to replace? You better think about that there. Because if you think you're going to do that and then bring somebody else in, that could be a recipe for a disaster. You've seen how that worked the first time around. Well, so, listen, McDaniel's got one more year. If he, if he fails next right. year, he's gone. Okay. So that, doesn't that change the way you view what you just said? You know, I you know, I guess so. I don't know. Well, what are you going to do? You, you one year option, and you go because if, if he has a tremendous year next year, then you're going to have to give him that crazy contract. You yes, know? but I think you're yes. So you're but I think you're going to have to get. You're right. You're absolutely right. But I think you're going to have to give him a big contract anyway. That's my point. Like I don't think you're getting yeah, out of they this. Should, look, said, they, should, they should. They should try to give him a four or five year deal. Try to negotiate that, and then move on from there. You know? well, I think you could do that. I think you could do that. Yeah. I think you'd be able to do that if you want that. I think you could do that, but it's yeah. going to be costly. It's going to be very expensive. I mean, oh, it's going to be a big go- deal. It's but- going to be no matter what. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, you know. Well, my no point alternative. is, well, there is an alternative. You just don't want it. Well, you said a one-year thing. you're afraid that it's going to come back to bite you in the tail. And then you know it will. In some ways, I hope it will. I got you. I got but you. If you do, if you my do, problem, you know what we should do. What we should do is get a new GM 
but unfortunately the people who would be in charge of that couldn't tell you what a new GM looks like anyway. So, you know, but that's the problem. I mean, he's got so many swings of misses the last three years, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but from the same token, you fanboyed out with all these receivers like they were going to, you know, you were going to score 70 points and win Super Bowls. I mean, with Tyreek Hill and Waddle and all these moves, he was still responsible for them. Well, you, you, you want who, the ones like you that? that took a half an hour to You really want, you want to go back to the way it used to be where it took a half an hour to score? Well, what the hell's the difference, Rich? What did you get? You got knocked out in an embarrassing way for the last three yeah. games into the playoffs? What, that's something special? Yeah. What do you got that's so great? It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been any like better the, the other way. way. Honestly, I, yeah, I feel we like made, we, would, we, we wouldn't have made the playoffs the other way. Oh, no. you got to be kidding. We don't get to get this Kansas City Peacock game? Getting embarrassed? <laughs> we don't get that? You're taking that away from me, Rich? No. No, don't do it. Please. Please. I mean, uh, listen, I got you, but, uh, you know, I mean, my point is the well, result you know, is really I'll, the same. You, I'll tell you, you know what's the huge mistake, too? Not replacing Gasecki. You know, you want to get yeah. rid of him, fine, but you bring in four guys yeah. that can't catch. You know, oh, there's mistakes for sure. No I, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, but my point is, like, you know, you're all gaga with some of the moves that he made. So, I mean, you can't have both ways. I'm not. I'm not. I was all year, I was level, even keeled. And I, and I said, I said, why do you, well, why, why do you hate this team? Why do you I hate like the Waddle pick, and I like bringing in Tariq Hill. I so like do that I. So okay. do I. Yeah. So okay. do I. So what am I gaga about? I've never gaga about Chris Greer's moves. I, I, I can name off you the five guys them. in a row. You worry about them. You worry about them. Come on. You're like a 12-year-old yeah, kid I like with Tariq Hill. I love those, Knock it I off. I love those two guys. Get I do, yourself but together. Get yourself together. Well, here, how about, how about bringing in Bailey, changing the punter for no reason? How's that one? How'd that work out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I listen again. Yeah, I, there are. Yeah, there's a lot of moves I don't like, but I'm not saying I'm yeah. not saying either way. Cam but Smith, you're the one who's Smith going crazy. Cam Smith was supposed to be a coup. The guy never got on the field. This guy yeah. Tinsdale never got on the field. Yeah, yeah but then again, that's two high picks in a row that you're <laughs> yeah, carried on the yeah. roster. But you thought a chan was the next Walter Payton for four weeks. I had to hear it. Friends, for uh, four weeks. So <laughs> I, come on. Come on. Uh, come on. He I think he is a nice back, but <laughs> you can't. Come on. I mean, you love that. You'd love that while it was going on. Yeah. Well, yeah but, yeah, but yeah, listen. But listen, I'm not defending the Cam Smiths. I'm not defending the – I don't even remember the wide receiver's name. And, uh, and the Channing Tindall. I can't pronounce it. Yeah. You know, I mean, so sure. On the, on the, on the yeah. IR, you know, I don't think he was allowed in the stadium. Yeah, and there's a lot of them. Even, like, I don't know, Hunter Long. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. there's some – He's got know, some There's some good. There's some moves, but there's a lot of bad. But listen, listen. Yeah. While you're on and this, let's not forget. I just let's not forget the fearless leader Ross costed us a, another high first round pick for there being a go. jackass. There you, you know? go. That's right. That's right. Start, starts from the top, my friend. From the top. Yeah. You, you oh, know yeah, and the I know it. Sticks from the head. Yep. 
Yep. But listen, real quick, I just want to reiterate, I, I just want to reiterate what I've been saying to you that you've been fighting with me for so long about the Rams. Remember what you, you went crazy on me with the Rams when I said to you, I would take that deal any day of the week. And you're like, they, they, they just sold their soul for the next 20 years. You won't see them. Not only that, they've been in the playoffs every year since they went to two Super Bowls and they have a championship. I'll take that any day of the week. I mean, like, they're, they're, they look like a better team than us in the, in the playoffs. And then you know, yeah. the Texans, the Texans, what, that was supposed to be, right? They, they made all these trades with us, uh, and they're done. How stupid can they be? And they had no core, and this and that. And then you see them, and they're winning playoff games. Well, Cle- That's my point Cle- with the draft. Cleveland so did them miss. Cleveland them out, though. Yeah, they did, but they're, it's so hit or miss. Yeah. But it's so hit or miss, though. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. Well, Bryce, who, Pat, the Panthers had the first pick. They take Bryce Young. Oh yeah. So it, yeah. it's so hit and miss. Is my point. He wasn't the first pick. They, he was the second and they pick. They traded up and they're the worst team again in the league, and their first pick goes to the Bears. That's what I'm the, saying. They like, you know, yeah, you got to go yeah. for this. You got to go after it. I understand the draft and all this, but we just went through all our draft picks, right? We had 150 of them. And how many of them are just yep. like busts and clowns? It's just such a yep. crapshoot. That's my point, right? That's the oh, scary we need somebody part better of it. to be making these picks. That's my point. All right. On that note, you can't right keep back. failing. Yeah, I got you. This is Paul Warfield, and you are listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome to the final stretch here. And we'll take you up. Uh, actually, we got another game tonight, Rich. We got the Bucks at the Eagles. So, um, in addition to this, we do have another playoff game tonight. Um, and uh, you know, uh, getting back to where we were talking, as far as uh, you know, the, the the picks and all that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, but it comes down to you know, you have to you have to make the right picks, and then you get to a certain point, um, you know, where. Uh, you uh, can basically get over the hump. 
And, you know, I said this to you last week, and I still stand by this. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm very aggravated because I feel like the Mostert Waddle decision to not play in that Buffalo game was not just the two of them making that decision. I really feel it was almost like an organizational decision that they were not going to play in that game because they were going to become, yeah. keep them out to be fresh and uh, for the playoffs. I and I, 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 really, and I think that was a I huge blunder. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they realized the difference between being the number two seed and hosting possibly two, if not three games at home, and then being the sixth seed and having to go to play minus 10 degrees in Kansas City to the, the, the uh, Super yeah. Bowl champions. Like, there's such Ridiculous. a huge disparity there. Yeah. And, and I don't yep. think that was factored in enough. I really don't. But yep. uh, either way, a lot of talent yeah. here. Like we said, uh, you know, you're on the precipice of something really, really good. But you're also, like, got one foot on the on the cliff. And the well, two thing is, too, Pat, you know, they've neglected the linebacker position, you know, other than the edge rushers for, like, ten years. And then they wonder why that we can't cover anybody across the middle, you know? It's really insane, like, how, like, they keep drafting the same position over and over again. Still don't fix it, but they keep doing it. And then, you know, and then they neglect certain positions. Yeah. Like the center, but they are, the linebackers, you know. The, the, right, totally but, neglect. Right, but this year for sure. But didn't they draft Tyndale? Wasn't that like their first pick the year before? And then that, that well, guy, Cameron Good? He fell down because he was he was the backup in Georgia and he yeah. fell down. We didn't have a first-round pick that year, remember? Right, he was the so third-round like third pick, pick, I think. Second-round pick. I think it was third, yeah, it was I thought. Third? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, yeah, I know I understand they weren't high paid and have a lot of high picks there. But, yeah, no, you're right. I'm saying, but they busted on that. They busted on those two yeah. picks. I mean, I feel bad. I think Cameron Good, I think he's the guy that actually got really hurt on that kick return. Yeah. And what did this guy, what did this Cam Smith do that he doesn't deserve any shot? I mean, when you see, like, somebody like Eli Apple who can't perform, and this guy can't even sniff the field. You know? It makes you wonder. It really does. When you start getting yeah. debilitated at these positions and these guys that we're talking about, Cam Smith and yeah. Channing Tindale, don't get a shot, you really got to yeah. wonder what the heck's going on in practice. What do they do? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's unbelievable. I know. I I don't know. I mean, they they fall in love with certain guys and – you know, the Eli Apple thing was kind of shocking from the start. I mean, it's like they look at it and they're like, well, this guy was a Super Bowl cornerback because somebody picked him up and went to the Super Bowl and lost with him. But, like, do you forget, like, that the guy was, like, the way he played all through that? And that got exposed. I mean, he looked like he wasn't yeah. even going after. Everybody's getting on Waddle for, like, for shorthanding that last pass. I don't blame him. That game is so over. And I'm going to get yeah, blown up because Tua leaves me. A, no way. And Tua no does way. leave his guys a lot. to. He leaves them out to dry oh, yeah. a lot, he man. Does. And that he he's going to get does. blown up on the last play of the game? Come on. No. I don't okay. blame him at all yep. for that. But my okay. point, the reason why I brought that up is because Eli Apple, he looked like he stopped running on like six or seven key plays. Yep. Certainly that one with Mahomes. Well, here's, here's my Eli Apple problem. This is the Eli Apple problem. He played in the beginning of the year when Ramsey couldn't go, right? 
Yeah. And he, he was, was terrible. Yeah. Let's be honest. He was absolutely awful. Right? Yeah. So now he's that goes back to the backup. Like you don't look for somebody on the street to kind of bring in there. And so now when Howard goes down, he's exposed again. Like really? Like you don't you can't go and replace him at that point. You know? Yeah, that, that's what I mean. They fall in love with certain guys. I don't understand it. Yeah, I really don't no understand. Way. Nothing they could do, and there's no repercussions. You just stay, no matter what. So now, now you got them starting again in crunch time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And then you had no. uh, you had Cam Smith, like you said. I mean, you drafted this guy first pick. It was your second round. You know, it was, it was your first pick. Where's yep. that? He can't fit somewhere in the rotation? No, I mean, I really, you can't use him as a nickel. You can't use him playing center field, something. Yeah, it you know? doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, it really doesn't. Not, not whatsoever. And, you know, they had issues there. I mean, let's take a step further. Like, when we look at this now, um, you, you know, you have uh, – I guess two other big decisions to make. Uh, I don't think you're going to see Xavier Howard in a Dolphin uniform next year. I think he's played his last no, they game see, as a Miami Dolphin. I read it. They save $18.2 million if they cut him before June 1st. So he, yeah. he's gone. Yeah. I think that uh, – and, and I don't think you're going to see any renegotiation. I, I think that's – I think he's done. I don't think you'll see him again in a well, Dolphin uniform. They asked him. They asked him, would you take a pay cut? And he goes, would you take a pay cut from your boss? So that's his feeling. So he's not going to, so he's gone. Yeah. Now, um, Christian Wilkins is the next big decision. And, you know, he had a really good year, but he had a very annoying year, too, because he always has these yeah, antics. He does a lot of stupid things. Yeah. And, yep. you know, and, you know, obviously he had that big personal foul that cost them big time. What do you do with a guy like that? We'll you franchise a guy like that? He's got, yeah, I mean, but you, you didn't sign. Well, fr- franchise ain't going to help because those guys make too much money. So you're not going to really save much. It's just it's a one-year deal. It's a one-year deal, though. Yeah, it's a one-year I mean, deal if you franchise. He's, it, you know? he's looking for monster money. But here's the thing, Rich. They didn't give yeah. him monster money before this year. And it wasn't because he didn't show no. he could play. And instead, no. they locked up Zach Sealer, who was really good. He had a fantastic year. He was a pro bowler, as far as I was concerned. And that yeah. pissed off Wilkins, uh-huh. too, to a degree. So what do you do there? Yeah, I mean, I I, I'm not – Well, I'm, know, not, you, I'm not paying him $30 million a year and, you know, a $100 million contract. I mean, he can't do it. Yeah. You know, you know how I feel about interior alignment, too, with that, those kind of numbers. I'm not oh, saying they're a dime a dozen, but I don't want to lock but up – there's more of them out there. You can get one. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not, I think so too. You, you, I think you, so yeah, too. I would not sign him to a long-term deal. It would come back and bite you. It's not not a. Good and I don't. So and yeah, and I, I don't think there's an alternative to it. There's no, no. short-term. I mean, the only thing you can do is franchise him for one year. Yeah. You know. Right. But you know, but like you said, it's going to be very expensive. Moves. You know, we don't have. Yeah. We don't have much under the salary cap right now. No, to it's going to be a lot of decisions to make. There's going to be a lot of decisions to yep. make, and 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 big but if ones. Armstead comes off the books. That that saves a, that saves a lot of money, you know. It saves a lot uh, of money, but you got to you, but you open up another hole, a big hole. That's my point. I know it. So you, know you're going to have to use that money for another one, right? Yeah. I yep. mean, I guess you go with win or something, but 
I don't know. I mean, the the line really started to get soft towards the end, and he was rushed an awful lot, and we both know that he doesn't handle pressure very well. Oh, he's so, center. That's for damn sure. He, he center? You just talked about yeah. your 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 tackle. Um, Left tackle. So uh, you have to you have to address that in a big way. And if we need, gonna... we need another quarterback too. But you don't well, know how much yeah. I want to draft that in. Well, the one thing I will say is there was a lot of question marks on Jalen Ramsey coming in when they made that deal. And I yep. really thought Jalen Ramsey, I, I feel very comfortable with Jalen Ramsey. He's a much better corner than I thought he was, and he's a solid player, and I, I really like him. So you're going to lose Xavier Howard. I know that Ramsey you know, has a, a big contract. You picked that up and everything. But at least you got that. So now you know, you, you have him as your veteran guy there, and maybe – Someone, you know, you bring somebody else in there, you can work around that secondary. You know, um, of course, Holland has to, you know, be hurt, and you got to deal with that now going out. But, you know, so you have Holland coming in healthy, and, uh, you know, I don't think it's as bad as it's been in the past, maybe. Well, well and the other problem we have, too, is our two best edge rushers are coming off of catastrophic late season injuries. So what's Jalen Ramsey going to I mean, Jalen Phillips going to be ready with an Achilles. He's not going to be ready to go open a day. No way. I think you have, I think you have a big problem with both of those guys. I almost think you have to, like, you have to scratch that, not in the sense of forgetting those guys, but not counting on those guys, and just scratch that and, and pretend they're not there. And then if you wind up getting, you know, them back and healthy anywhere near – the form that they were, it's just that much of a bonus, but those are major, major injuries. And, yep. I, you know, I, I, both of them. You know, Phillips really is a lot worse, but because Chubbs happened so late in the year, it's just as bad. You know? Yeah, and the way that Chubbs happened, I don't know if you've seen it uh, with the sound and the way it, it audibly popped and the way he screamed. I don't know if I've seen a guy scream like that, and, you know, in a long, the good long part time. Is, they operated on it right away, so there was no big swelling. And, you know what I mean? They were able to go in there immediately and fix it. So, for Chubb. You know, I don't think it was as bad for Chubb. I don't think it was as bad as we think, you know, or okay. as bad as it looked, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's but what you still, hope. You know, I mean, it's a good six, eight months. Of rehab, sure. you know, never mind getting ready to be on the field. So look where that puts you, you know? Rich, they're big injuries. There's no doubt about it. They're big injuries to, you know, an area that, you know, we, we thought that we were that one was of our the best. best. That was the uh, – yeah. And what, what happened with Van Ginkle? We don't even know, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Van Ginkle, I don't think it's anything that's going to linger on to next year. If that's what you mean, I don't know exactly what the yeah. you know was, but I, from what I'm well, hearing, really I don't think. Us, really, right? Yeah, I heard some reports that you know he, he's going to be okay, but you know it's bad. You know it's yeah. a shame that he got hurt in that game. So I haven't heard anything that makes me think that it's going to be a catastrophic thing like the other two guys. You know what I what I said to you a couple of weeks ago, we didn't say on the air though, and it's like you know we trace back the uh, the, the start of the downfall of the team. It was the. Stephen Ross Waddle dance. That's that's when yeah. the season took a turn for the worse and yeah. never came back. 
<laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about it. That, that's, there's no doubt about that. Unbelievable, and, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was insane. Absolutely It's almost insane. as bad as Arthur Blank coming out of the sidelines of the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. You get no argument out of me from that. There's <laughs> no doubt about it. Oh, boy. I know. I mean, some hey, people hey, just need to stay in the booth. You know, just just stay and just be very quiet. You know? Oh, man. I said it to you. Ugh. Crazy. All right. Now, we said we we're going to take you up. Uh, by the way, Bills win 31-17, to 17, I believe. So, they they take care of that, which we knew was happening. And then uh, we got the uh, Bucks going to the Eagles. Now, I want to bring up a couple of things to you because we were talking about changes, and there's obviously a lot of open spots and a lot of rumors and, and – uh, uh, the Dallas Cowboy one is, is, is a big one, and that's going to be a big opening. And I said to you that I think Belichick's going to be high on the list there, especially I was thinking about it. Um, if McCarthy doesn't survive this, you got Jerry Jones, who obviously yeah. loved Parcells, I right? Thought he ate, and I now thought he you ate got that oyster that he had on yesterday. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then you had, uh, you have Parcells, who loved, uh, uh, we had uh, Jerry Jones, who obviously loved Parcells, and now you can't tell me that the thought of going to another Parcells team, which he didn't win at, is not a very enticing thing for Bill Belichick, right? And obviously that's a pretty well, strong remember, spot. No one's, no one's ever won in the second spot. No, no one's ever won in the second spot. That's true. But I'm saying that that, that – going to have a lot of appeal um and yeah. and you know another thing that i was thinking of too how about if philadelphia doesn't win tonight boy that's going to be a real coveted position yeah. i can see belichick really liking that old philadelphia Wait, Eagles did you hear this that, one tonight? that mayo that took over for the patriots yes offered the two belichick sons chance to stay yeah i believe that i believe that and what yeah. and they're waiting in the wings tonight. Well, are they waiting to see what their old man does? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say yes, that's for sure, right away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about this? This is the reason why I brought this up. I want to throw this at you. I could be just throwing rocks, right? But it started to dawn yeah. on me, right? Now, obviously that charger position is is certainly the one of the most coveted ones, and I think Harbaugh is, is tailor-made for that. I said that for the last six weeks I've been saying that. But you know what it dawned on me? And tell me if you think I'm way off on this. What took place this week that we, were, we, we basically led up to? The national championship game, right? And yep. Who wasn't at that national championship game? You've basically seen all these Michigan guys and clowns and, and Michael Jordan and, and Jeter and – but who wasn't there? Tom Brady, Brady wasn't there. I was didn't he see not him there? there. I did not what see him there. Talking about, I think he was Pat. He was. Are you sure? Yeah, I think he was there. Yeah, I think he was. I mean, because I he seen him doing video. I seen him doing videos yeah, about it, but about I didn't it. see him there. He was. He did a video about it and all that, but I did not see him at the game. And the reason why I'm saying this is because. I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders have Harbaugh somewhere on their radar and he, they don't want to get a chance of, like, tampering because Brady's part owner there now. 
Okay, and he's avoiding him. I know Antonio Pierce is the front runner there, and Max Crosby said he's leaving if they don't hire him. Now I read today that that Davis wants to make a – he's going to hire a big-name coach. That that doesn't sound like Antonio Pierce. Yeah. Really? He said that? Yeah. Now I even think my theory's more on the money then. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's on their radar. I really do. And I think that's why you didn't see Brady – with him and all that stuff, at least I didn't see him there. And I, cause I don't think they wanted to take a chance of any tampering or anything. I mean, we all know last time, you know, who, who was involved I mean, in this whole somebody, could somebody with a half a percentage of a team tamper? I mean, it's not, I think it's, so. I guess I, so. I, I, I think I it could open the, I think it could be a problem. I, guess. I don't think yeah. they wanted to take any so. chances of seeing Brady yeah. and Harbaugh yummy it up. At the national now, you know, championship now, game. You know, they're, you know, Fox is, is promoting him, you know, broadcasting action there all the time. Yeah, I know. You know, I Brady. Know. We've, we've so talked about that. How does that work I, out when he's involved? I don't know. Same thing. We've talked about this a million times. I just think they'll work around it. I don't know. If he winds so up doing it, I, I don't know. Around it. I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to ban him from doing any game with the Raiders? I don't you know. You can't broadcast a game with the Raiders if he's an owner. There's no way. Well, they've done it. They've done it with other guys, right? Haven't they done it? Don't they avoid uh, – who was it that wasn't allowed to do um, – they have certain guys that aren't allowed to do other teams, right? They avoid them true? doing it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, they used just, to bring guys that still played, that did a studio thing, but they never did the game, you know? Yeah, there's been uh, – I forgot who it was we were just talking about. There's somebody but who – But does that again? Who, they who, guys who was on Christmas? Who was on Christmas? That, I can't remember. That we didn't have, um, and I said, how come uh, How come they're doing this game? And it's because somebody wasn't allowed to do the other game because yeah, it was too like biased. Yeah. Was it Aikman? Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. But they, I, never, they always cry about Aikman being biased to the, you know, to the, to the, to the, to the you know, Cowboys, and he still does those games all the time. You know? Yeah, I think the short answer is that they would avoid him doing that game. I think the the long answer is that they would probably come out with something and maybe he wouldn't be, uh, uh, he, you know, uh, some kind of a partner there. I don't know if that's if that's where that goes, and I'm not 100% sure that that's where that's going to go. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, I think it's that it's even, even, it's even allowed to at any extent. It's just so silly, you know? Allowed to to broadcast and be an owner. Yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't even be in the in the same page. It's, it should be one yeah. or the other. There's no way that should be allowed. Yeah, I mean it's not, I guess it's never really come close to happening. And the closest would no. probably be like John Madden, and you know it's it's never really come close to happening. And so John Madden never um, owned the team. No, he never owned a team. He was highly affiliated very shortly after he retired, you know. But I, I, my point is, I guess it's well, never he really actually went to, to the, He went to the opposite network where he wasn't even doing AFC teams, you know. Yeah. No, I got you. I just so think never, that, you know. Yeah, and he became like a he became a fanboy of the Giants, really, you know. He's not a – He's not a. Uh, I mean, he's a minority, minority owner, you know. It's not like he's a – the majority owner in any way, so I don't know if he got almost like Mark Anthony doing the game for the Dolphins, <laughs> Serena Williams, 
or some other <laughs> side show, which we have so many to choose from. You know, but I don't know. Turkey and Mark Kennedy doing the radio broadcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I guess we'll see. We'll find it out. But uh, all right, thanks for joining us, everybody. We will see you next week and uh, get a little bit more of this playoff picture underway. Think we'll talk about the Dolphins. Headed out to my big two-wheeler. I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.